Welcome to Two Cents Worth. I'm your host, Ryan DeFaber. Today, we're talking about creating a balance in your life. I'm going to talk about how I create a balance in my life. And by balance, I mean we have jobs, we have families, not all of us. I don't want to speak for everyone listening, but for myself, corporate job, family, two kids, been married 14 years uh, in three weeks, 14 years. Dog, busy life, right? Coming and going. Uh, kids are getting older, involved in sports, involved in other activities. You have school, summers come to an end. How do you create a good balance for yourself and for your life, right? What are things that you do that help you get through the day? What are things that you do help you get through the stresses of life, stresses of work, the stresses of owning a home, having kids, coming and going, uh, the crazy world we live in, the things you see and hear and read, right? So for me, corporate America for the last 10 years, yep, um, before that, commercial construction, before that, sports magazine. So um, last 10 years, corporate America, it has sometimes a negative connotation. My job's great. My company's great. You create the stress that is there with your job, right? Every job has its stresses. It's a matter of how you control that stress. So my job in corporate America, I have two large accounts, two large financial institutions uh, nationally. They are global financial institutions. I manage our accounts on a national basis. Um, and that can create a lot of stress. I have team members all across the United States that report up to me. I have sales partners. I have operations partners. I have client partners. That can create a lot of stress. Their jobs are stressful. Things that happen in their day-to-day -day are stressful, and that leads up to the top of the chain where it can create stress for myself and for my team and for the client and for others around me. And how do I handle that? You can only handle what's in front of you, right? Lindsay always talks to me about it and says, you know, I don't understand how you're able to sleep through the night sometimes, not in a bad way, um, but how you're able to just kind of brush things off and not let things bother you. And let me tell you something, it wasn't always that way. I used to let things bother me. Things still do bother me. Um, I just have a better way of controlling it than I used to because you can only control what's in front of you, right? And so from a work perspective, that's it. Um, you can only control what's in front of you. I can't control what's going to come to my inbox, on a day-to-day -day, or phone calls or what's going to happen the next day. I only can control what I, what I have in front of me. And from that, I do my best to manage it and I try and not leave work without it being managed, right? And if it is something that unfortunately has to linger to the next day, I don't stress over it because, again, at some point in your day, there's nothing you can do about it. And there's other outside aspects that come into play that are going to have to just require your time, right? So when my day is a stressful day, but my kids come home from school or they come home from 
camp or wherever they were, depending on what time of year it is, if it's summer or whatever, or if they've been home all day and we've, unfortunately, not ignored them by any means, but my wife and I right now both work from home 100% of the time. If we have to focus our our majority of our day um, not with our kids, it is then, okay, at some point in time, you got to turn it off. And you have to have that balance. I can't sit here and stress about work all day long and all night long. That's just not something that I want to do for myself. It doesn't create a healthy lifestyle. You lose sleep. People sometimes don't eat. It creates um, outside factors that uh, can create an unhealthy lifestyle. At some point in time in the day, I have to eventually just say, hey, look, I did what I could today. There's nothing I can do right now moving forward. I'm just going to have to handle this the next day. And I need to make sure I make time for my marriage, my kids, my overall family, and myself. So when Lindsay's always like, I just don't, I'd love to be you to where you can just shut it off. I shut it off because if I don't, it does create a very unhealthy lifestyle. And, and for me, and if you've been listening to this podcast for the last three years or even not even, you'll know I wake up every morning, every weekday at 4.15 and I go to the gym at 5 o'clock and I work out from 5 to about 6.30. And I do that every day, Monday through Friday, with one of my best friends, Pete Mermel, who will be a guest coming up. I will talk also about upcoming guests. I do have two lined up. Um, I don't know which days they're going to, which episodes are going to be, but I do have two guests that are going to be lined up. I think for those that you listen will be very interested in what they have to say, right? You've heard me talk about my workout partner. You've seen the posts. Pete Mermel, he is my workout partner. We're going to have him on. I'll talk about that at the end about what we're going to talk about. Um, and then also some other guests. But he shows up every day. I show up every day. That's a nice thing to know that I have in the morning to start my day. So when I end my day, end my day, it is between 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Most times I'm in bed by 9 o'clock. And that's okay. On a weekday, I am totally fine with that because 4.15 comes early. But if I don't do that for myself and, and make sure I get to bed at a good hour and have a good night rest, my workout's going to suffer. I'm not going to be a good friend to Pete because I might not show up or I might be a bit of an asshole to him because I'm fucking tired or not having any motivation. And that rubs off on... If you're working out on a regular basis or you're hanging out with somebody on a regular basis, right? If you're always in a bad mood or you're always tired, that rubs off on people. And that that can create, um, I don't want to say disdain by any means, but it can create uh, things coming to a head. It can create friction, right? Because if I'm Pete and I know that, hell, I'm sacrificing sleep to get up and work out at 5 a.m., to come in and work out with this guy who's a fucking asshole all the time, eventually I'm just not going to want to work out with him. and Or eventually it's going to make me be in a bad mood every single time I wake up knowing that shit. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to deal with him for an hour while he fucking mopes around. It's not fun. It's not fun for anyone. So that's why you have to create some type of balance in your life. And for me, balance in my life is a few things. I separate work from family. I've, I've done a much better job over the last few years of really when I'm with my family, work stops. When I'm at work, work is here and always is here. 
right? I always tell my team that too. And I'm always like, hey, let me tell you something, right? Because we always get so stressed about, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen if, you know, I leave. Da, 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 da. I'm like, <laughs> I, have a, I have a pretty good title at, at the company I work for, right? Um, but let me tell you something. If I left tomorrow, my company's doors would open. They're not going to miss Ryan DeFaber. That's just the reality of it, right? So I can't stress if something that's out of my control um, happens, right? Or it creates undue stress. You know, you have to eventually just wipe that out and just go, hey, look, there's nothing I can do about it again. Like I said, this is a job. It's going to be there tomorrow. And if I'm really fucking up, then eventually it won't be there tomorrow. But guess what? The company's still going to open their doors the following day. So, you know, you just have to kind of live that, that type of mentality of, there's only so much I can do in one day, but I'm not willing to sacrifice relationships with my wife, relationships with my friends, relationships with my, my children and my family because of work. If that's the case, you're in the wrong job, right? And if that's the case that you're sacrificing relationships with people that are there for you outside of a job, Maybe you got to look at yourself a little bit. Regardless, my balance in life is when work is over, work is over. I spend time with my kids if they're here. I coach their baseball teams. We have swim for them. We take them to the country club. We play golf with them. We swim with them. You know, we create a fun family atmosphere for them. We surround them with other families, with kids their age, with other friends, with friends that have similar lifestyles, we also separate or not separate. We also surround them with friends that don't have similar lifestyles because of the fact that they need to see what other people our age, right? My age, my wife's age also are like, not everyone our age has kids. Not everyone our age is married. It doesn't mean you separate yourself from them as friends. That's just part of life, right? And you, and if and if, you know, you go and hang out with them and it's not a kid party, hey, they understand that. Like, hey, you know, so-and-so doesn't have any kids. They're having people over and it's an adult party. Or, hey, you know, so-and-so is having people over. You guys are welcome to come, but I'm just going to let you know you're probably going to be the only kids. And they get to see that, right? But we don't sacrifice that because we want to separate ourselves from those people, right? I don't. I certainly don't. My friends are my friends. I love my friends. I don't. Eventually there are certain friends that do become acquaintances, but that, and then some friends that just go away and that's okay. But I try not to separate myself from those people. Um, and neither does my wife. So how do you create that balance? And it is the fact that again, we cry, we do our best to spend time as a family, spend time together as a married couple, go to date nights when the kids go to bed, uh, this is now the perfect time of year. The weather's starting to get a little cooler. We go and hang out with our neighbors, or we go on our back patio, and we, we have a, a fire, or we turn the TV on on our screen and porch, and we just hang out, and the weather's cooler. It's nice to be outside. Again, you go to the neighbor's house, who are our friends. We go and sit, and we we have a couple drinks and, and enjoy the night, right? So for me, balance is this. One, I have a work-life balance, right? I have a work-family balance. I have a work-marriage balance. And I have a work-Ryan balance. And for Ryan, it is 
I like to work out, which you guys know. I like to play golf, which you all should know. I like to have a couple beers and drinks, which you all should know. And I say you all should know is because I talk about it a lot. And that, that to me is my balance. I have certain things that I enjoy in my life. Now, people, are, people can say, oh, my gosh, you talk about alcohol and you enjoy it in life. Yeah, I don't have an addictive personality. It's not something I struggle with. I enjoy having a couple of drinks. I enjoy having a couple of drinks with friends. I think I can have a couple of drinks by myself. I have no issue with it. I think it's a fine thing to do because that is just what helps me create my balance in life. It helps me balance stress if I need to. Not the alcohol, but more so the separation of getting away from that stress. Watching sports, right? We're coming into this time of year, college football. Baseball's heading towards the 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 off season. Pro football starting. You have soccer on the TV again. Those types of things help me create balance for myself. Separating work and creating balance for Ryan. Separating Ryan from dad, right? And sometimes they interlock. Watching sports with my kids is fantastic. I love it. My oldest is like me, constantly curious. Sometimes it can become, and if you're a parent, you know this, can be a little annoying when a child asks you 9 million questions. And it's funny because you sit there and you can get frustrated, which sometimes I do, because he'll ask me questions about certain things, about teams, about players, about stats and all this stuff. And it's, it's nice because he thinks I do know everything, even though when I tell him I, I know something and he's like, as when he doesn't want to listen to me, it's like, no, you don't know what you're talking about hilarious but then when it comes to him asking me 10 million questions he thinks i am the encyclopedia of all sports um which again can be frustrating because it's like no i don't know how many goals he scored in the summer of 2016 from august 20th to august 31st nolan for 31st nolan i don't know okay i'm sorry i don't know that answer google it you know um (laughs) but Again, sometimes that balance is mixed together. That balance of Ryan watching sports can be mixed together with the balance of being dad. So it's extremely important to create a balance in your life. And like I just said, for me, it is separating work from family, separating work from my marriage, separating work from my kids, separating work from uh, from my friends separating work from myself. If you're capable of doing that, you can have a great balance in life. If you're capable of having certain things that you know, you enjoy, do those things that you enjoy. Invite those people, invite those family members that to the things that you enjoy, right? I don't golf by myself. I do sometimes, but my kids play golf with me. My friends play golf with me. My wife plays golf with me. My friends watch football with me or baseball with me. My wife watches sports with me. My kids watch sports with me. Sometimes I watch sports by myself. (laughs) Going and having a drink at a bar, having some good social time with friends or my wife. Bringing my kids to a brewery because I want to go and have a couple of drinks with my friends or with Lindsay and the kids can come and they can play. Creating balance, doing things that you enjoy 
and separating yourself from work, separating yourself from other stresses, right? So I, I keep I keep on calling it work-life balance, but this also can be family life balance, right? Family life balance or family self-balance, let's call it that. Sometimes having to separate yourself from family. Two weeks, I have a golf trip coming up. Been doing this trip for 12 years. Always enjoyable time. Good for me to go enjoy myself with 11 to 15 other friends and acquaintances. New friends, new acquaintances. Stepping away from the everyday duties of husband, father, coach, manager, whatever it might be. That's what is needed for me to have a good balance. So I encourage you to learn what makes you happy. See what makes you happy. Some people will tell you that work makes them happy, and that's okay. But eventually, you have to look at it and say, does working all the time make me happy? Or are there other aspects in my life that make me happy that maybe I should incorporate a little more to my daily routine? That's how I would look at it. Um, So for me, and this is a shorter episode because it is pretty straightforward, I would imagine. I I imagine for myself. It might be harder for others. It's certainly harder, a little harder for my wife, the separation of work and life, right? I mentioned it earlier of, you know, how are you able... I wish I could be you and shut my brain off and just go to sleep. Because I know <laughs> at some like I mentioned earlier, at some point in the day, there's nothing I can do about what is stressing me out. So why keep myself up all night knowing that the next day, whether it's 7, whether it's 8, whether it's 9, whenever you start work, that that problem that has been unsolved or still needs attention is still there. It's going to be there the next day. Say that all the time to my team. Hey, work's going to be there tomorrow. Right? If, there's, if work is stressing you out that badly, there are times where I've told my team, certain, certain members of my team, just take the rest of the afternoon. Don't take time off. Just separate yourself from the stress because it's not helpful and it's actually creating more of an issue and creating more bad than good. I would say that for life as well. If there are things in life that stress you out, and it's overwhelming at times, separate yourself from it. Go do something else. Come back to it at a later time. Right? If it doesn't need immediate attention, right? Separate yourself from that. Create a new environment around yourself to help manage that stress. And then come back to it when you're better able to make good decisions and have a better understanding of how to manage that situation or stress. Creating a balance in your life is essential for me. For others, it might be different. But for me, is what helps me stay happy. I have a great life. I have a very enjoyable life. I have a great wife. I have a great family. I have great kids. I have a dog that um, is a, is <laughs> he's a great dog. He's a great dog that just needs a little help. We're his third family. He's only 11 months old. He's getting training, which is fantastic. He's a great dog. He just needs a little extra attention, but he's sitting here right next to me right now, chewing on his bone, being nice and quiet, being a good dog. I have a great great neighborhood. My kids go to good schools. I have great friends around me. You know, there's a lot of things that you can complain about in your day, 
and I'm guilty of it as well. But when you step back and look at it and you have a good balance and you say, I got it pretty lucky. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I encourage you to create a good balance in your life. Find the things that make you happy and hold on to those things that make you happy. Going on a golf trip in two weeks makes me happy. Coaching my kids in baseball makes me happy. And it's not just my kids. Coaching kids and watching them learn a game that was so instrumental in my life makes me happy. Sitting out with our neighbors, having a couple drinks around a bonfire, just bullshitting, talking about everything and anything, makes me happy. Throwing the ball to the dog in the backyard makes me happy. Find the things that make you happy and do them. Because work will always be there. And if you're in a job that you hate and it creates too much stress for you, maybe find a new job. It's easy to say, harder to do, but maybe you have to do that. Create a different creative outlet for yourself. For instance, for me, it's this podcast. It's the Bears Den Gym. It's Bears Den Golf. The company I created, Bears Den LLC. I have my, I am officially an LLC as of last week. I have my paperwork showing up today. I got the information that it's, it's on its way. Officially stating that Bears Den Gym LLC is, is a legit company, business. An outside creative outlet. Watching sports with my kids. Watching sports by myself. Watching sports with friends and family. That makes me happy. Having different creative balances will make you happier. And help you manage stress better. Stress is always going to be there. It's a matter of how you manage it. That's what that's my suggestion. That's what I do. That's what's made me be able to shut it off at the end of the day and be able to get a good night's sleep. Now, I mentioned earlier some of the people that are going to be coming on the show in the coming weeks. I mentioned Pete Mermel. So Pete for his living right now, right now, for for what he does for a living, he flips houses. He does home renovations. He's been doing that ever since out of college. Um, so him and I, we graduated in 06. So that's now 15 years. So Pete's been doing this 15 years in the Charlotte market. So he's going to come on. We're going to talk about house flipping, home renovations, some of his suggestions, some of the things that he has seen, the ups and downs of that industry, the good and the bad. And then, obviously, we're just going to bullshit like we, we normally would. I think it's going to be great for Pete to be on because I talk about him so much. I tag him in most of my posts during the week because we work out together every day. And it's been three years that I've had the podcast, and he's never come on. So I'm forcing him on, not in a bad way, but, uh, again, um, it'll be good for him to come on and talk. James Tatum, owner of House of Weightlifting. So if you guys have followed um, long enough, you knew that during – the COVID lockdowns, most gyms were closed. James Gym was not uh, because it is literally in a warehouse. Um, and we were the only members that would show up at 5 a.m. So there was no issue in regards to social distancing, anything like that. James is a USA weightlifter, uh, three-time national champ. He owns House of Weightlifting. He owns Fort Lift, Pro, Fort Lift, Fort Mill Pro Wash. 
um, which is a power washing company here in the Charlotte area. He's going to come on. We might even do it. I, I mentioned to him it would be pretty cool to do the podcast at House of Weightlifting. Um, so we're going to do that. That's going to come up in the next couple of weeks. So you're going to get to hear James talk about basically uh, – we're going to talk about all types of things, but being a gym owner – how does somebody get into becoming a USA weightlifter? How do you get into weightlifting, powerlifting? You know, what was it like being a three-time champion? All those things we're going to talk about because um, that's his experience. And then other things, you know, things in his life that um, he's got two kids, he's married. So, you know, those types of things as well. So Pete and James are going to be on in the next couple weeks. We're going to be talking two different aspects of things. But again, that's the new direction of the show. Pete, we're going to be talking home flipping, house flipping, home renovations, the market, the ups and the downs, some of the things that uh, you see on TV a lot. A lot of these shows, you know, house flipping, house flipping. Well, we got somebody that actually does it for a living. He's coming on. James Tatum, USA weightlifter, three-time national champ, owner of House of Weightlifting in Indian Land, South Carolina, owner of Fort Mill Pro Wash, in Fort Mill, South Carolina. He's going to be on. We're going to be talking weightlifting, owning a business, owning a gym, owning two businesses. Again, that type of stuff. So thanks for listening today. I hope that this was helpful. If you are struggling and trying to figure out how to create a balance in your life, I hope some of the things that I talked about here, you might be able to implement. Um, it doesn't work for everyone. It works for me. These are my things. Find your thing, find your balance, and just know that whatever stresses you have in life, they'll be there tomorrow. And not in a bad way of like, oh my God, they're going to be there tomorrow. But if you can't solve them today, have that clean slate going into the night, go and get a good night's sleep, wake up knowing, hey, I can tackle it again tomorrow. It's not something that should ruin your day. And sometimes Days are better than others. But just know that it can be managed tomorrow. When your mind is clear, you've had a good night's sleep, you've wiped that stress from the day off of yourself, and you've woken up the next morning and going, okay, I am now in a better position to tackle this stress. I hope it was helpful. As always, Ryan DeFaber, two cents worth. Please share, like, comment, and have a great day.